Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I am so, 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 so pleased that you're here. I'm having just the best week ever. Uh, For those of you who don't know, on Monday, we opened the doors to the Private Practice with Soul boot camp and it has just been like my biggest joy. I just feel so energized by it. Um, And I can't tell you, it's just been so great. Like on Monday, we had a live coaching call and it was full of people, counsellors that were all at different stages of their private practice. Some were just starting out, some were finishing up their you know, qualifications, others had been in private practice for a while and everybody had such different questions. And it was so much fun to be able to provide some guidance. And the other thing was yesterday on the live coaching call, I allocated an hour and I said to people, hey, I know that you're busy and you're at work. So if you've got to go, go. But if anybody wants to stay and kick on, we can do that too. And guess what? The coaching call, we stayed there for two hours and it felt like the blink of an eye. Honestly, it was so much fun. And um, it's just a high vibe in that group. Everybody's uh, super supportive of each other. And oh, it's just, yeah, it's so much fun. I love it so much. And um, they've all been grabbing some fantastic resources and I've been getting some really beautiful feedback on that as well like it almost makes me want to cry it's just the best pop-up group ever and I haven't done pop-up groups before I always thought that they were going to be like sticky and hard and you know am I a pop-up group sort of person turns out I am So (laughs) I don't know, like I'm thinking now, "Mm, this has been like so much fun. It hasn't even really felt like work. Maybe I'll do another one in a few months time and see how we go with that too. It's just been awesome. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. I just wanted to share with you like that's what's going on in my life. The other things that are going on in my life are happy winter, everybody. This is my birthday season. Um, coming up to August, of course. Hello, Virgos. Um, And yeah, you can really tell winter's upon us. How do I know winter's upon us? Well, step one, not step one, but number one, uh, we received our Retreat Yourself gift boxes in the post yesterday, which is very, 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 very exciting. So uh, Retreat Yourself, I'm not affiliated with them. I'm just telling you what I subscribe to. Um, so Retreat Yourself is a gift box that's seasonal. It comes in the mail, well, yeah, four times a year. And I think it costs me 70 or $80 um, every quarter. And it's full of like full-size products. And yeah, anyway, so I love it heaps. Like you get 
um, all sorts of things like some food is in there, um, oils. Uh, this time we got shampoos and conditioners and all of this. But anyway, I always get a favorite product and my very, very favorite product that came in yesterday's box. I've never even, I've heard of this, but I've never actually bought it for myself because to be honest, I never really knew where to get it. So if you do know where to get it, let me know. Um, but this is from a company called Coma, C-O-M-A, and the name of it is called Calm, and it's called a vibrational remedy, which sounds right up my alley, obviously, because <laughs> I'm all about the energy and the vibes, right? And on the label, it's 20 mils. It's in a brown bottle with a little black dropper on it, and it says uh, experience true difference by balancing your emotions and when you turn it around I was thinking to myself because I didn't know what it was right and I love like I use essential oils every day like at, today I'm using my um, prosperity anointing oil um, and it worked because someone paid in full for clients on demand and I was so happy um, for them and I was so happy for me and yeah amazing but anyway so I didn't know whether this was an essential oil or what. And I sniffed it and I thought that doesn't smell essential, um, like in terms of what you would apply. But anyway, um, it says for the instructions that to like pop three drops under your tongue, undiluted. Um, yeah, until the bottle is finished. And apparently this is going to help you vibrationally get nice and calm. So I thought, why not? We'll give that a go. But guess what? I'm so full of energy right now. I don't think anything would work. I think this is like taking a Valium when you're already in the state of anxiety. It's not going to work, right? <laughs> Maybe I should take that at the start of the day before I get myself all hyped up. But anyway, I want to talk with you about sharing your story on social media. Now, we did have a podcast episode on this before. However, it's come up again and a couple of people have sort of said, hey, you know what, You didn't. I see that you didn't respond to this in our group. Uh, and I said, well, that's because I would really like to address it again in a podcast. So here we go. Um, and I think this has come up because I'm, I seem to be in the space of marketing your private practice at the moment. Now, I don't have any formal qualifications in marketing. I'm not a, you know, marketing guru or anything like that, but I do have results. And, uh, you know, recently I shared a, a screenshot well, I turned it into a um, nice little graphic in Canva and shared it. But I took a screenshot from Flowdesk, which is my new um, email thing. And my current, let me just bring it up for you now, actually, because I want to make sure that I get this right, because it was really exciting when I saw it. So I'm just jumping into Facebook now, just give me a second. But it turns out that I think I must be improving in terms of how I um, am writing my emails because, where is it? Hmm. My email open rate. Oh, that's where it is. It's, it's going to be on Instagram. Hang on. My email open rate has, has gone bonkers. So my overall open rate for my emails at the moment according to Flowdesk and this is on a mailing list of just under 2000 was um 68.9 percent so let's you know that's a lot right the industry 
average open rate is 20.9% for an email. So that just means the number of people that actually open your email. And then if you put a link in your email and somebody clicks it, that's called a click-through rate. And the industry standard for a click-through in an email is 7.8%. And the click-through rate on my emails over the last month or two has averaged 49.1%. I know, right? I was so surprised too. Um, You think no one reads them, but hey, turns out they do. So how did I get these great results? Well, I think partly it's to do with being on Flowdesk um, because my emails look different, but also I'm bringing a different energy to them because I'm just finding it so much easier than MailChimp. It's just simplified my whole entire life. Um, But anyway, I think, you know, posts like that and posts like I shared um, a freebie about how to write your Psychology Today profile. And I think that all those kinds of things have got people interested in their marketing. So this topic has come up about how much should I share and, you know, what's oversharing and, you know, I heard that we need to be vulnerable. So here's the thing. I think, you know, you don't necessarily need to be vulnerable I think you have to be really, really clear about what your intention is. Like, why do you think it's important to be vulnerable? What are you hoping to achieve by being vulnerable? And also connecting in with what does vulnerability mean to you? Okay, because it probably means something different to all of us. Being vulnerable doesn't necessarily mean that you go online and you bear your soul and you talk about the worst events that ever happened to you. You have to understand when you write content for your audience, you have to be able to empathize with them. So painful experiences from your past aren't going to resonate with them unless they also happen to be your dream client. That's the first thing to understand. The second thing is you have to understand how to structure a post where you're sharing something vulnerable. Um, When you do it the wrong way what's going to happen is people will say I'm sorry for you I'm sorry that happened for you they'll put gifts of people hugging on your post and emojis of hugs and stuff like that you're going to get sympathy and empathy and that's not what you want because nobody is going to book a session with somebody they feel sorry for um You have to think, what does my dreamiest client need to hear from my story that will help them feel a connection and will help them feel like I'm the person to work with them? And do you know what? If you don't know how to structure a vulnerable post, my suggestion would be just say that you've got lived experience and don't go into all the drama. The other thing to remember is... um, when it comes to the structure of writing a vulnerable a vulnerable post, which we do cover in Clients on Demand, um, you want to be able to speak to the outcome, you know, like what was the end result of this horrible experience that happened for you? Um, and it's that end result that's going to give people that sense of connection. It's going to help them feel like uh, you are the right one to work with them because you went through it and you had this great big aha moment or this great big life change or something like that. So that's why you do it. But again, 
it may not be required and it may not be necessary, depending on your niche, for you to be vulnerable. Um, One of my niches, so not for counselling, but one of my niches for coaching is women who love spirituality and they're in private practice at any stage of private practice. They might be thinking about it, like contemplating it, getting ready for it, actually doing it. Do you know what I mean? All of that sort of jazz. Um, Now, do they need to hear stories of me being vulnerable? Probably not, though I do share them from time to time where I feel it's relevant. But more so for me with my dreamiest clients, which is you, I want to be transparent more than I want to be vulnerable. And by that, I want to show you, um, not that this horrible thing happened, but I want to show you um, transparently, this is what it looks like. This is what my experience was like. My private practice did not happen in a straight line. It happened in more of a scribbly line. And as a result of that, I'm now at the other end and I can absolutely show you how to do it in a straight line so you don't have to have the scribbly path. (laughs) And so for me, it's not necessarily about being vulnerable. For me, with my clients, it's about being real and it's about being transparent. And also, although many of my clients um, are very interested in spirituality, identify as... um, yeah, having that interest or being spiritual and all of that sort of stuff. Um, they're also very much, not all of them, but many of them are straight shooters and they don't like the fluff and they don't like the BS and they would much rather I got to the point with them than waffle on. So I also make sure that when I'm sharing information with them, uh, where I can, I'm mindful about getting to the point really quickly. So when it comes to marketing your private practice, no, you don't need to be vulnerable. No, you don't need to share private things. No, you do not need to share things that are going to be, what's the word for it, that might impact the privacy perhaps um, of other people like family members or friends or, you know, things like that. If it's going to have a significant effect on someone, don't share it. It's that it's that simple. You have your story and you have your truth and you can share that, but not at the expense of maybe what might happen for or to or whatever somebody else. You have to be mindful of that. Um, and if what you're sharing could have an adverse effect on somebody, de-identify it, change the story. Um, we have to be very, very mindful about what we're sharing. And that's why we come back to, I always say, come back to your intention. So even in the coaching calls we've been having this week in the private practice bootcamp, when people ask questions, I will often say, well, hang on, before we get to that point, let's go back. What's the intention here? And, you know, that's, it's got to be the cornerstone. You've got to, when you feel like you don't know what to write in your content, which is your marketing, by the way, if you feel like you don't know what to write in your content and you're just plucking things out of thin air, then number one, we've got a problem because you're disconnected from your why. That's a big issue because it's the why that's going to keep you moving forward and it's the why that's going to help you attract your clients. So somebody said to me, uh, you know, it was 
these aren't my words, okay? I'm paraphrasing now and I can share the screenshot. It's not my words. It's not bragging or anything like that. But somebody said in the boot camp, you know, how can you be so generous or thank you so much for your, your generosity and we didn't realize that there are actually people that give stuff like this free and stuff like that. Now, I do that because my intention is I want to help as many people as I can to have a successful practice by the end of the year. This is my goal. <laughs> um, I don't know how I'm going to measure it. Hopefully it's just a vibe that, that I feel toward the end of the year but um, or some feedback from people that listen to the podcast or are in my circles. But it's always my intention to help as many people as I can. And the reason that I do the, or that I did rather, the private practice with Soul Boot Camp free was for that. And also because I know that there are always going to be a handful of people that find so much value in it and they think, um, I want that help to implement this for my private practice to take this further to apply it to get the results all of that sort of stuff so there might be you know a hundred people in the group but there might be five people in that group that really want to work with me after they've done the free stuff and that's amazing it's a win for everybody the people who don't want to work with me win because they get the the free things and the coaching call and all the help and guidance and advice in that you know really intensive three days and it's a win for the ones who do want to work with me because they get a chance to see what it's like to work with me and it's a win for me because I get to help people and I get to build my business so this is my intention but you have to think about what your intention is every time you do something in your private practice what's your intention before you write that post what's your intention before you share it what's your intention before you go into the session what's your intention before you pick up the phone and answer it what's your intention when you get in the car in the morning to drive to work what's your intention when you close the, the office door at the end of the day? What's your intention when you follow up with uh, an outstanding payment from a client? Do you know what I mean? Always, always, always come back to your intention. And guess what? It might not be aligned for you in this moment to share a vulnerable post and that's okay. Don't do it share different types of content, share stories. Stories are amazing because I don't know about you, but I tend to remember stories more than I remember facts. Like, you know, I just couldn't remember the, the facts of my email opens and my click-through rate. But if I had a story about, you know, one day I was working so hard on all of my emails. My email open rate was only about 33% and I just loathed it. I didn't like the platform I was using. I just felt so ugh, about going into MailChimp and, you know, I felt so ugh, about paying for it all and it just felt so yucky. And then I found Flowdesk and Flowdesk just solved all my problems because now I get to write beautiful, clean, fresh looking emails. It's a really fun, clean, simple user interface. And do you know what? I just am in a different energy when I'm writing emails now. I just love it so much. I'm in a completely different headspace. And as a result of that, my email open rate has now jumped to 48.9% and my click through, oh no, 68.9% and my click-through rate 
has gone to 48.9% when the industry average is 7.8. Like when I talk to you like that, a story is much easier to remember than a fact. And so maybe you don't do the vulnerable post. Maybe you write stories for your posts and that's how you meet your intention. Whether your intention is to build connection and then take it further. What, what's the intention behind building connection? Um, always take it further, take it further, take it further. And you want to align whatever you're posting, writing, talking about, sharing with that bottom, 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 deeper level intention. And that's how you're going to start to attract clients into your private practice okay I know do you love it so much like we get to do this deeper work and so if you have your journal and your pen there I want you to ask yourself what's my intention before I do this activity for my work what's my intention and you know what a crystal you can use is blue lace agate so I don't know if you've ever seen it but I'll just quickly describe it for you blue lace agate is sort of a mauvey pale blue color and it has white lines through it kind of like uh, sediment you know if you did a cross section of a rock and you've got the sediment and every now and again you get like a faint brown line which to me kind of reminds me of a sliver of gold but anyway one of the beautiful things about blue lace blue lace agate is that it reminds you to pause and for me that was very 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 important and created a big difference in my private practice because before I had the blue lace agate and knew how to work with it I was one of those non-intentional unintentional private practice owners that just used to get into the office in the morning and just start working it was like heads down bums up work 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 really hard until I knocked off and then go and spend family time but still kind of working keeping an eye on my social and all of that sort of jazz but it wasn't until I started working with the blue lace agate and taking the pauses that things became more intentional for me and when I became more intentional with the activities I was undertaking in my practice that's when I started to get more and more and more results um, and to give you an example even with clients on demand um, it's there's early bird registrations at the moment so everybody who joined the private practice boot camp is eligible for an early bird registration, right? They're saving 33% on the enrollment fee. And to be honest with you, I've been mentioning clients on demand, but I haven't done a pitch or it, there hasn't been a big sales thing or anything like that. Um, and what's happened is 12 people have signed up. No word of a lie, 12 people have signed up. And I will be talking about it today because people on yesterday's call asked um, in the chat box, could I talk in depth about clients on demand? So I will do that today. But my point is, I haven't done it. There hasn't been a big sales pitch. There hasn't been a big sales, that nothing like that. And yet, by being intentional about how I showed up, why I did the boot camp, what I wanted to give them, who I wanted to be, um, how I wanted them to feel in my group, what I wanted them to go away with, all of that sort of stuff and not focusing on um, enrollments and sales and things like that. It just 
yeah, I really believe that me being more intentional um, has helped me to create a better environment for my, you know, group there. And this is the other thing. When Clients on Demand started, so when we opened the doors on Monday morning, I think there were 147 people in the group, which was just mind-blowing. Like for me, that was huge. I don't know what it is for everybody else, but for me, that was huge. Um, And now in the boot camp, and I can still see their member requests for today, but we've actually, we're up to 210 members and there's five member requests pending, (laughs) which I will just let them in right now, actually, while I'm talking to you. There we go. In great, um, so more and more people seem to be coming in, and I'm not even telling anybody, Hey, come and join the boot camp. I think I put one post in, um, Counselors Connect Australia and uh, one or two in ACPPO, that was it, and then the rest of my energy has just been here. So, yeah, be intentional and really think. Is it required that I share a vulnerable post? What's my intention with the vulnerable post? Um, How do I want my clients to feel or the reader or the listener to feel? Um, And what outcome do I want for them? Keep it focused on them, you know, and just see how you go. But take the pressure off yourself. You do not need to be vulnerable and overshare and um, cry on camera. You don't need to do any of that to get referrals, to get inquiries or to build connection. Creating content for your private practice and creating inquiries and manifesting referrals gets to be easy. I know because I'm evidence of that and my clients know because they're evidence of that as well. In fact, there was one lady that I work with that created a whole brand new program and sold it within 72 hours Um, and all she did was put up a post on Instagram. That's it. One post went up, boom, sold. So it gets to be easy and I guess my intention is teaching you how it gets to be easy and I do that because I give you step by step by step by step because I know there are people in their masculine that want the steps but we also do the inner work as well because in order for you to make those connections and to actually receive you need to be able to be in that feminine space if you're only creating and you're only doing etc etc you're not going to be receiving so it's about getting the balance back for your private practice and you don't need vulnerable posts to get balance and start receiving referrals or inquiries okay I hope this was a helpful podcast episode for you um I know there are people in the group who will be listening to this today so for you this is just a friendly reminder that you have until midnight tonight so it's Wednesday the 1st of June 2022 you have until midnight tonight to enroll in clients on demand at the early bird registration Um, And you've got the link to that. I will put it up in the group. You don't have the link yet. I will put it in the group today for you. Um, And everybody else, if you want to join and you're not in the group, I will be letting you know how you can do that um, from tomorrow. And you'll be able to join. You'll have a, a week 
window where you'll be able to come and check out clients on demand, see whether or not it's good for you, ask some questions. And if you would like to absolutely join um, the next cohort, we start on the 1st of July. But you'll be part of the Facebook group and you can start to get to know each other and build the relationships before class starts. So I'm so, 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 so excited this week. And uh, yeah, I will talk with you again on Saturday and I'll give you a bit of a debrief of how it all went with the boot camp because uh, I want to be completely transparent. So I want to break down for you numbers, engagement, all of that sort of jazz, because I know some of you are interested in um, starting your own Facebook groups as well. So I will share that with you um, and some screenshots. So you'll be able to see what the data looks like behind the scenes. So I'm not going to hold back. Um, you can see everything. And if you have any questions, of course, just connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. Have a wonderful Wednesday and I'll see you later, everyone. Bye for now. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.